The news moves fast. Listen to the NPR News Now podcast to keep up. We update stories as they evolve every hour. So no matter when you listen, you get the news as close to live as possible on your schedule. Subscribe to or follow the NPR News Now podcast. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. Give yourself a pat. You made it through another week. It's New Music Friday. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hey, Ann. Hey, Robin. We're doing a quick run through the best albums out on November 20th. We've got new ones from Kaliuchi's Granddaddy, and a whole lot more, starting with the debut studio album from Megan Thee Stallion. It's called Good News. He say the way that thing move is a movie. I told that boy we gotta keep it lowly, me the room key. How them bled the block and now it's hot, bitch, I'm Tunchi. I'm mood and I'm moody. I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. Sassy, moody, nasty. Start her only fans. Big B and that B stand for bands. If you wanna see some real ass, baby, here's your chance. I say left cheek, right cheek, drop it low and swing. Texas up in this thing, put you up on this game. I be parking my frame. Gang, 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 gang. If you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't feel my pain. Please don't give me hype. This is Megan Thee Stallion. Her new album is called Good News. The track we're hearing from it that she did with Beyonce is the Savage Remix. An NPR music contributor and fellow Megan Hottie, Christina Lee, joins us from Atlanta. <laughs> we're, all, we're all hot. Can I be a hottie? You know, she's law maintained. There could be hot boys as well as hot girls. So you're in the clear, Robin. You're in the clear. <laughs> so Megan told us uh, a year ago in an interview with NPR music, Sydney Madden, that she felt like the mixtapes she'd put out so far were just her flirting with her fans and that a studio album felt more like a commitment that she wasn't really ready to make. But now she is ready. It's been a year and the album is finally here. And what's been amazing about her rise, Robin, is that through these projects where she's essentially just flirting, she's still managed to basically like change the zeitgeist a couple times over, uh, starting with 2018's Tina Snow. She's then went, gone on to do uh, Fever, where she first introduced this whole idea of a hot girl summer, right? And then, of course, right when everybody is sort of settling into self-quarantine, we get a TikTok challenge by the way of Savage, which then, of course, gets the Beyonce remix we just heard. I love what you said about this record that we now have, that her purpose is to uplift women, or as she says, to make you feel like that chick. But she specifically said, you, you know, to her female fans, you are amazing already. I think like her overall hip hop persona has always been like that pep talk to the mirror, especially. Um, and it's amazing to kind of see her own all these different facets of herself. I mean, one reason I think that she is so unabashed about even just like her body image, for example, is because she sort of recognizes that if she's going to get sexualized regardless um, because of her body type, because of the fact that she's a black woman, she may as well own up to it. More than own up to it. It's like she owns it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And she gets into that whole idea of body positivity on this record on a song called Body. Uh, I know one of the big questions that a lot of fans have when they're going into listening to this record is whether or not she gets into the whole Tory Lanez incident at all. 
Yeah, and as it turns out, with the song Strats Fire, she does exactly that. So, of course, this album comes the same week that R&B singer Tory Lanez pleaded not guilty to federal assault charges connected to the shooting over the summer uh, of Megan Thee Stallion. But Shots Fired is only the latest example, right, Uh, where Megan Thee Stallion has tried to take control of the narrative, try to um, take control of what happened that night, explain her side of the situation. And as we've seen, like over the summer, she has connected it to this larger narrative over what it means to be a woman of color for those who remember the New York Times op-ed she also wrote. We could spend the entire show talking about this one record, but there are a whole bunch we want to get to. Megan Thee Stallion, her new one is called Good News. Thanks so much, Christina. Thanks so much for having me. And from Megan the Stallion, we're going to completely switch gears here and go to the band Mama Larky and their new self-titled album. This is the band Mama Larky. Their album is called Mama Larky, and the song we're listening to from it is called Drugstore Model. This is a band that has members who are all in other projects before this, most notably the singer Livy Bennett, who played bass in the band Cherry Glazer uh, before this project. This is one, and I don't know about you, but I, I just loved it immediately. You know, like from the first notes of the opening track, it really reminded me a lot of some of the weird ramshackle rock that the Elephant Six Collective made. I can hear that, Robin. I mean, it also is so Texas, even though Mama Larky Mm. is, I think, nominally based in L.A. I feel like there's this Texas way of being really playful with different influences and with connecting to whether on this record, like prog music and indie rock bands past. But it's not any one thing, but they just have fun moving around. Yeah, they said that they wanted to make a a psych pop record, but not what they called 60s dude bands. I'm making air quotes here. Um, (laughs) So this one ends up having, you know, a lot of surprises in it. It is is psych pop, I think. Um, It opens with this really obliterated guitar rock cut called Fury. Uh, But then they'll have something that's almost like, I kept thinking Burt Bacharach pop or mod mod (laughs) rock or, and then like math rock, this very asymmetrical math rock. Totally. But then there is Libby Bennett's voice at the center. And her lyrics are a trip. Like, they're very poetic, imagistic, but kind of uh, confrontational, too. Mama Larky is the band, and their album is called Mama Larky. Let's go next to the electronic producer known as The Bug. He's got a new one called In Blue. It took me higher, the 
This is The Bug, the producer known as The Bug. His album is called In Blue. He's done this one with the producer and singer Felicia Chen. She otherwise goes by Disfig. The song that we're listening to from the record is called Take. And uh, the two of them collaborating here, they describe this album as tunnel sound, which I think is just (laughs) the perfect description of what this music is like. It's like you're in a tunnel, you know, it feels both a little claustrophobic, but also kind of free and spacious. Like you're, you know, you're going down the rabbit hole, but you're floating and it's filled with a, like a thick fog. I totally hear you. I mean, there are many shades on this record, most of them shades of gray. You know, it, it is a dark record. It yeah. is a moody record, but it's a very complex soundscape that they're building. So the bug is otherwise known as Kevin Richard Martin, and he came up with a lot of the rhythms and sounds for this record back in 2018 while he was working on another project. And then he decided that he really wanted to find the right voice to sing over them. And then completely unrelated, Disfig hits him up, asking him for permission to use some of his work in a mix that she was working on. Hmm. And uh, when he checked out her work, he immediately loved her voice and thought she's the one to do to do this project. And uh, they are just so perfect together. I love how her voice, it doesn't float over the mix. It just melds and connects and disconnects with what he's doing with the music in a way that's very fluid and powerful, but subtle. The new album from The Bug and Disfig is called In Blue. And let's do one more before we take a break. This comes from Kali Uchis. The singer Kali Uchis has a new one called Sin Miedo del Amor y Otros Demonios. This is Kali Uchis, the singer Kali Uchis. Her new album is called Sin Miedo del Amor y Otros Demonios. This beautiful cut is the opening song to the album. It's called La Luna. And NPR music contributor Stephanie Fernandez, back to talk all things Kali Uchis. Hey, Stephanie. Happy to be here. 
so this is Caliucci's first all Spanish album. It's her her second full length. And I thought it was really beautiful. It just feels like a real a real love letter to her past. Absolutely. I think this album is in conversation definitely with some of the same themes from her previous work, Isolation, her first album, but also expanding into some other genres that influenced her bicultural upbringing. And of course, there's always going to be the fans that get mad when an artist does something really different. And those fans are certainly jumping out now. She includes a lot of the same R&B and pop cues from her previous work, but also experimenting with some new genres for her, like old school boleros and old school reggaeton. And it's really exciting. It's such a romantic feeling album to me. And I know the lyrics kind of trace the arc of a relationship that mm-hmm. uh, leaves her heartbroken. And it's so lush, you know, and her yes. voice sounds amazing. What I love about Kali is that she's just able to channel this drama. And here I see her channel it in like really different vignettes. You know, on the one hand, she's like this Cortavenas super dramatic bolero singer, a Y2K video vixen, and like a telenovela mistress all at once. (laughs) (laughs) I want to give people an idea of the range of the record because the song that we heard, La Luna, is kind of more of a traditional song. I want to play Mm -hmm. one of the reggaeton tracks called Te Pongo Mal. on first listening to this album I I loved that you know this first song we hear from it the first song we heard um, on today's episode La Luna is this beautiful cover of an old Cuban bolero by Los Zafiros and this is obviously super different featuring the legendary raunchy duo from Puerto Rico Joel y Randy and Cali is just absolutely dominating this track and really you can see the range of what she's trying to do on this album which is just a really intimate pastiche of genres that have informed her artistry and I think it's an excellent addition to her canon. Caliuchis is the singer. Her new one is Sin Miedo del Amor y Otros Demonios. Thanks so much, Stephanie. Thank you both. And we still have several more albums we want to play for this week's New Music Friday but we do need to take a short break and we'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Tito's Handmade Vodka. Born and bred in Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Music's just kind of part of our DNA, says Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller of Tito's Handmade Vodka. For recipes, videos, and more, visit them at titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, fifth generation incorporated, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, crafted to be savored responsibly. Support also comes from State Farm, whose agents know that your car and home are more than just big purchases. They're a big part of your life. You put time into making them your own. So now it's time to protect them with your own personal State Farm agent. Not only do they truly get you, but they'll be there for you when you need them. And with over 19,000 agents in neighborhoods across the U.S., there could be one just around the corner. More at statefarm.com or 1-800-STATE-FARM. State Farm, here to help life go right. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers, and we're doing a quick run through NPR Music's picks for the best albums out on November 20th. We start the second half of our show off with the band Partner. They're back with a new one called Never Give Up.
The band is Partner. The album is called Never Give Up. The song we're hearing from it is called Honey. This is a duo from Canada, Lucy Niles and Jose Coron. This is their uh, second full-length album together. I I absolutely fell in love with their debut album, In Search of Lost Time. It came out a few years ago. It ended up being shortlisted uh, as a finalist for the Polaris Prize. They are just so, so funny and endearing, and they rock so hard. Their music reminds me a lot of ACDC, I think, you know, just super tight, <laughs> super t- not not because of their sense of humor, but in the way it sounds, it's just super tight, uncluttered riff rock. I mean, ACDC is a pretty funny band. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I don't think ridiculous, that's a bad, maybe. It's not a bad comparison. I love the way Partner you know, is super high concept, even, you know, self-referential, like, here we are, we are partner, and we're going to give you a great show. There's a track like that yeah. on this record. But it is super fun and funny, but there's there's a lot of heart to these songs, too, and, and you know, sexiness and, and real-life stuff alongside and integrated with the jokes. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole spirit of this band. If you haven't already, do yourself a favor and go watch their Tiny Desk performance because there's this moment towards the end of the set where Jose Caron gives this impromptu monologue that's all about the majesty and wonder and beauty in life and about experiencing life to the fullest. It'll absolutely have you in tears. And it it really speaks to a a lot of the recurring themes in their music, which is, like you say, as funny as it is, it's also very poignant because they're always they're always seeking and asking questions about what it means to even, you know, just be alive and what the purpose of life is. The band is Partner. Their new one is called Never Give Up. And from the riff rock of Partner, let's go to the artist known as Shy Girl. She has a new one called Alias. This is Shy Girl, the artist known as Shy Girl, all one word. Her album is called Alias, and the song we're hearing from it is called 12. And Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody checking in for this one. Hey, Tariq. Hey, Robin. You mentioned Portishead on last week's show, and knowing that you're a fan of that band, I wasn't surprised that you like this record. It just has that same sort of slick, slithery sound, Mm -hmm. you know, a little dark, a little creepy. I love what Shy Girl is trying to do. It's... Basically, she's destroying gender norms, right? Right. And she's just blending them together, masculinity, femininity, and they're all the one and the same. And I feel like it's an opportunity 
for her to like as an art to get all those dark thoughts out and it's almost like therapy for her i love the shape shifting she does on this record i was uh, reading about how she's it's not just one person apparently she's you know thinking about four different characters mm-hmm. it reminds me of like the gabriel garzon montana record that came out mm. earlier in the year where he was trying on different different selves through this music and she's definitely doing that and you know the lyrics are are very explicit but you know you can't just listen to the lyrics you have to listen to what she's doing with her voice and how she's you know pitch shifting and playing with her vocals and playing with how her voice interacts with the mix and I I think it's so interesting I wasn't surprised to learn that she'd worked with Sophie because there's a similar Mm. freedom uh, as there is in Sophie's music. Yeah, I read that she thinks of this record as her origin story and that she came to understand that she contains multitudes, which is why she calls the record Alias. You know, each track represents a different side to her personality. There's freak, there's body, there's tasty. There's a track called uh, Siren. There's something about, in a, in a society where like we have thoughts in our heads and we're scared to say them sometimes. And maybe some people probably need to keep their thoughts to themselves. But I think a lot of times when it's like you're scared to tell how something you feel about somebody or how you really want, we hide it because we're embarrassed, self-conscious, anxiety. And I think this album like helps people deal with that, at least with me. Shy Girl is the artist. Her new one is called Alias. Thanks so much, Tariq. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Anne. Good to talk, Tariq. Okay, another November 20th release we're loving this week comes from the band Granddaddy. It's the 20th anniversary edition of their album, The Software Slump. I guess before Jed left, he wrote some poems. He didn't write them for anyone in particular. I suppose I can show you guys one. Okay, here it goes. You said I'd wake up dead drunk alone in the park I called you a liar But how right you were Air-conditioned TV land, 20 grand walk to the bank With shakes from the night before Staring at the tiki floor Mitch High school wedding ring keys are under the mats Of all of the houses here But not the motels This is the band Granddaddy from the 20th anniversary edition of their album, The Software Slump. This is the song Jed's Other Poem. It's a solo piano version they're releasing with this 20th anniversary edition. For people who don't know, Granddaddy is a band originally from Modesto, California, fronted by Jason Lytle. They've been together for like 30 years, 
they've put a lot of great albums out uh, over the years, but I think this one, Software Slump, is I think it's the masterpiece in their catalog, and they really give it an incredible treatment on this anniversary edition. Granddaddy is often talked about in the same breath with Radiohead, and Software Slump approaches you know similar terrain. It presents a kind of dystopian vision of a world where human emotions and technology are intersecting and colliding in strange and sometimes troubling ways. I wondered, Robin, how you think the messages in these songs, which are so audible in these versions, stand up after 20 years. You know, I think if you ask Jason Lytle, he might say that too much has been made about some of those dystopian themes on his record. I think he's first and foremost just a storyteller. And, you know, he just lo- he loves creating characters. He loves creating misfit or troubled or complicated characters. And there are some really memorable characters across this whole album, particularly Jed, uh, Jed the Humanoid. He's a robot that suffers from loneliness and depression and develops a drinking problem and ends up eventually drinking himself to death. Well, you certainly uh, can follow the story very well with these uh, stripped down versions. I mean, the lyrics really come to the fore and his voice, his voice sounds really beautiful. Uh, Just him and piano. Yeah, for the special 20th anniversary edition, he re-recorded the entire album, just him at a piano. And the story is that after he finished writing this record back in like 1999, 2000 or so, he got the whole band together at his house and he said, look, I'll just play the whole thing for you front to back at the piano. Um, ah, this is not a recording aha. of that moment. He has recreated that moment here. There are four discs on this collection, lots of outtakes and rarities. Uh, they've remastered the original album, but by far the, the crown jewel is this complete reworking of the album So much to dig into with this collection, the 20th anniversary edition of The Software Slump from Granddaddy. And as always, we do have one more album that we want to play for this week's show, but there are a handful of other notable releases. I'll start with this really beautiful record from Ron McFarlane and Carolyn Surick. It's called Fermi's Paradox. This is a a collection of lute and viola da gamba instrumentals. Uh, A viola da gamba sounds a bit like a cello. It's kind of in that range, a bowed instrument. It's called Fermi's Paradox. The band Five Billion in Diamonds has a new one called Divine Accidents. This is a Butch Vig collaborating with the soundtrack of our lives and the band Temples. All of them working together on this new one called Divine Accidents. The singer Anna McClellan has a beautiful new record called I Saw First Light. And Neil Young, his Archives Volume 2, 1972 to 1976 is out. I mentioned on an earlier show how we are in the midst of a whole bunch of Neil Young archival releases. And this one is huge. 10 albums or 10 CDs, 131 songs, more than 60 have never been released before. And this is all from that period when he was putting out the the albums Harvest, Tonight's the Night, Zuma, and more. Neil Young, Archives, Volume 2. Well, you could, you know, only listen to Neil Young (laughs) in 2020. (laughs) And that is maybe my favorite period. So I'm excited to dig into this new archival release. But I want to shed some light on some new artists. R&B powerhouse Taylor Parks. Uh, she's the co-writer of hit singles like Ariana Grande's Thank You Next and Panic at the Disco's High Hopes. She has her own really winsome new record called 
coping mechanisms. A band or a duo I really love that I think maybe Bob Boylan turned me on to, Ida May. It's a husband and wife duo of Chris Turpin and Stephanie G. Ward. And this is such an interesting, uh, they're British, but it's a really interesting twist on swamp rock kind of Americana feel. They have a new EP called Raining for You. Good week for live releases. Live drugs from the war on drugs will take you places. And don't miss Nick Cave's uh, solo piano and vocal record, Idiot Prayer. And finally, NPR Music's favorites, Tank and the Bangas, have a new EP called Friend Goals. All that music out now on November 20th, along with this last one that we want to play from the Visionaries. It's called Five. If you know what time it is, timeless, minus the mindless, regardless of your vices, glued to your devices, it's that non-divisive, close your eyes to show you where your eyes is, it's the Heisman, not the word science, but he don't even have a license when he's driving through this crisis, high risk pilots navigating through islands, it was written even though he freestyled it, spit what you want and get what you intend, channel your energy to see what you invent, match intensity, bring intensity, with intent to love immensely Hence we represent a never-ending story of the glory Embedded in our cores It's all been said and done before Thought I was done before Until I realized that we are still the ones for sure Put it together now ha, Put it together now Hey, Put it together now Put it together now Put it together now Put it together now this is Visionaries, the band Visionaries. Their album is called Five. It's the Roman numeral Five. The song we're hearing from it is called Put It Together, and WXPN's John Morrison here once again for this one. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, Robin? This is a band you, you grew up listening to, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Visionaries are a six-man crew out of Los Angeles. They were a part of LA's underground hip-hop movement throughout the 90s and the early 2000s. They've been gone for a while. Their last record was 15 years ago, I want to say. Yeah. And this is kind of like their comeback. And it's such a great record. And it's dope to see them, you know, come back out strong. Felt very classic, old-school, record-scratching, emceeing, you know, like not dominated by a lot of production. I think you called it, we were texting about it, and I think you called it a really a pure rap record. Yeah, it's, it's a really dope, pure rap record. It's very fun. Uh, the MCN is great. The beats are dope. And, you know, I love, like, the cuts and the virtuoso scratching all over the record. It's great. And, it's, it's you know, it's, if you love underground hip-hop and pure sound in hip-hop, this is perfect for you. Also, it's uh, such a great representation of Los Angeles, I think. I mean, this crew is interracial, Latinx, Asian. It, it, it is L.A. in a capsule, and I love that. And, of course, DJ Ripmatic connected to Beat Junkies. And uh, by some way, I think Invisible Scratch Pickles, speaking of a crew from the Bay that I love. Yeah, there's a lot of like history, obviously, like West Coast hip-hop history in this record. I had the honor of doing a piece on Key Cool and Ratmatic's debut album, uh, the Cosmonauts album that came out in 1995, I think Oh, it that's was. a great record. Yeah, it's such a dope record, and it's really like, I bought that record out of Tower Records when I was like 15, <laughs> you know? And <laughs> it, it really reminded me how much you know, Rhett and Key and the Visionaries in general are really steeped in this rich history of... LA hip hop is cool to see them 
still going and doing their thing. Visionaries is the band. Their new one is called Five. And before we let you go, John, I know you've got an essay about uh, the roots coming out in a new book, and I want to give you a chance for a a shameless plug. (laughs) I love shameless plugs. Um, (laughs) It's Do You Want More? And it's really, it's a long form essay that's part of a series by uh, Halfway Books. They're putting it out. And yeah, it's, it's a loving, deep dive into the Roots major label debut, Do You Want More? It really is a record that's made up of all of these like different influences and and it's really a moment in time in 90s music culture and i got to explore all of that for this essay all right thanks john cool thank you and that'll do it for this week's new music friday and we only have one more episode of new music friday for 2020 the the show that comes out on november 27th i can't lie i'm looking forward to a new year all right thanks ann i'll talk to you soon If you'd like to go back and hear full versions of all the songs we featured on this week's New Music Friday, you can see and hear the full list, uh, along with a bunch of other singles that came out this week, on our website. Go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can also listen in Apple Music or Spotify. Just open those apps and search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Stay strong, everybody. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music.